0: Almost, almost to the end act one I guess not too bad
1: all right everyone thanks for coming and joining us on this special game source podcast Diablo I can't do it quite like Chris can but uh you know, still very Diablo. There you go diablo echo 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 yeah. thanks again for joining us your friends here at yourgamesource.com join us on our facebook page like us at game source our twitter at game source uh you know we've got the yourgamesource.com huge website with all the latest and greatest info plus also as well our youtube page at yourgamesource.com the entire word and remember uh if you're just downloading this off our website um or even trying to play it uh pretty soon you'll be able to play it off our facebook page hopefully um we're also are available on itunes and you just go to our your game source three words uh itunes channel and you can download this podcast if you want to listen to it again or all of our other great podcasts that we have available and then uh, we've got great stuff coming up e3 right around the corner but tonight is all about diablo the big release this week the huge launch from blizzard Um, And I just wanted to say that it's, you know, come out like gangbusters. Uh, There's been a lot of news all over regarding the game itself, what people think, the issues, the concerns, the little glitches, uh, the gameplay, uh, what's coming out for the future for. We're going to cover all that in detail tonight, Uh, but I want to get you guys started off. Um, I've got here tonight three of the biggest Diablo fans out there uh guys i want to introduce you right now start with Corey. hey guys all right and we've got jeremiah back from vacay just back for diablo isn't that right jeremiah Yep, yeah, just in time i was literally right. back that day there you go there you go and of course the man himself mr bryce what's up man the world there you go. There you go. Diablo. All yeah. right. Well, you guys, you know, I've been talking to you, ba- you know, for for a few weeks now. You three of the Game staff, you guys have been the most excited for this game. Uh what class were you most looking forward to playing and and why basically? I'll start with you, Bryce.
2: Uh most class I was wanting to play was the Witch Doctor just cuz he was very unique, very out there. All his moves, his movements, skills, his armor sets were uh, pretty crazy looking, and it caught my eye early on. But I started playing with my friend, and that's the class he really wanted to play. So I let him play it, and I uh, I stepped up to Barbarian, and I actually really enjoy playing the Barbarian. Was it a midnight pickup for you? Uh, midnight. Actually, I had it... Uh bought it from Blizzard and downloaded it that day so I could jump right on as soon as I could.
1: There you go. There you go. Uh what about you, Corey?
3: Personally I was really, 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 really excited for the monk. Like I played him throughout the beta and everything, and he was by far my favorite one that I played with. Um but it, it was it was really down between him and the barbarian. But like uh the Monk, I, I, I really love playing support classes. So the Monk has a lot of, oh, I can go off by myself. I can support myself as well as support other people that I'm playing with. I can just mow down people the entire time. So, And I've, had, I've been having a lot of fun playing my Monk.
0: And then for me, uh, well, it was kind of weird because when I first saw the original videos for uh, Diablo what I was most interested in is the Witch Doctor, because, yeah, like Bryce, I was, I really liked their skill set. They looked really cool with the armor and everything. I was like, yep, that's totally going to be my main character. Uh, and then when I started playing the beta, played everybody, still really, really liked the Witch Doctor, uh, but I was really into the Barbarian, and I was like, yeah, this feels really good. Like, they have a lot of oomph in their attacks. Yeah. And then, so come, you know, launch, like, you know, just like Bryce, right off, you know, the bat. Like, I had to download it downloaded and everything. And then I go with Monk because uh, I was playing with a friend. You know, I wanted to be able to support kind of like how, you know, Corey was doing. Uh,
1: and Was it all regular editions for you guys? Or did any of you get uh, something a little bit more special?
0: I was I got- wanting the collector's edition. I just... I mean, I already had you know the regular one downloaded and everything, so I was like I just stick with that for money purposes.
3: I got the collectors i've it I have it sitting always within eyesight of where I am in my <laughs> house i <laughs> uh,
2: I wanted the collectors, but just not enough scratch to get it, so
1: fair enough, fair enough. You know, it's been really exciting for you guys just hearing the enthusiasm come out of you when you guys have been talking about this game now for weeks. And I'm really glad it's uh, come to fruition and that you guys are madly playing away. I I remember uh, remarking to Bryce earlier about how in our previous podcast taping, all I could hear is the sound of mad clicking away on the keyboard. (laughs) And I asked at the end, uh, okay, who was that that was uh, playing on the keyboard? And Bryce... I appreciate you manning up on that and admitting that it was you madly playing Diablo. Although you got I they got Corey kinda of mad at you because he couldn't play. <laughs> uh, but <yeah>. um <laughs> which leads me uh like I said, you guys have a lot of enthusiasm for the game. Uh where does that come from? Tell me about the Diablo memories that have stuck with you that allowed you this a uh, type of enthusiasm for Diablo three.
0: Well, I, uh, me personally, I never actually played the first Diablo, oddly enough. Um, by the time that I even knew about it, Diablo 2 had recently come out, so I pretty much jumped onto that one, and it was all crack from there. I mean, I cracked out on that game like crazy. I mean, I played with friends, played solo, online, offline. It was just, it was all crazy. I mean, I have played that game so much. I can't even put a number of hours to it. And actually just a couple of years ago, me and my old roommate just went through uh like duo like uh for most of the game.
1: Well, uh, actually that's that you don't sound uh different from a lot of other players that just picked it up uh with Diablo 2. Um, I noticed uh, when I'm talking to a lot of other fans out there at at yourgamesource.com that that, I've I've been getting that kind of feedback where they weren't able to play the original, whether they were too young or it just wasn't something that they thought they would be interested in. But they picked it up at Diablo 2. So, um, Corey, what was your first gaming memories for
3: for Diablo? Actually, I'm I'm actually the opposite of that. I didn't really play 2 very much. But I played a lot of one. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. I, like I played a lot of one, and it was, it was very very nostalgic for me because when I when I first started playing it, like it's like one of the first games I actually played that had a lot of violence in it, as well as like the actual first game that had nudity in it too. Which was I found <laughs> quite hilarious at my young, which is a uh,
1: big bonus for us male gamers. Yes, oh
3: yes. Even though as pixelated as it was, you know, it, it was still, you know, awesome. Well, it can also be a big bonus for female
1: gamers as well. I just whatever your cup of tea <laughs> is. That's I respect your decision on that. So, but um, Bryce. Now uh going to your background on, on Diablo, just share with our listeners exactly, you know, how that came to be as far as it's concerned.
2: Well, uh like Jeremiah, I didn't play any of one actually. I came around during Diablo two and I just happened upon it going to a friend's house who was playing it and I asked him to let me play for a little bit and instantly I was hooked. I had to have the game and I did have the game and then from there It turned into LAN parties. I'd play it at school from computer class. Um, Mm -hmm. Whenever I could play it, I'd play it. There was a time for six, seven months where if I left my house for some reason to stop playing, to go to a friend's house, he was playing. And I just was engulfed in it so much that till this day, I try to find, or I really enjoy games that are. Diablo-esque, like Torchlight and other various games of the sort. I try to go out and find games like Diablo.
1: I've noticed that on every single conversation, pretty much that we've had um, at uh, on location, um, that I see that influence from there. And now I know where really where it comes from. So it's just very fascinating to to hear you guys' uh, interest and background. Um the diversity where some preferred two, some tried one first, some were uh it's just really it just goes back and forth because Diablo it seems to be just a great series as far as uh, the interest level with with a ton of fans out there. And I, that's why Diablo 3 is just selling like gangbusters. So my question to you guys then is I want to know a little bit more about the background and history. You know, Take someone who's a little bit newer to the franchise or maybe wants to get into it. They hear the news on how great it is. Uh, take us a little bit more on the, on the brief history um, as far as Diablo 1 and 2 leading into 3 and why should uh, those events uh, be important to them as they play the game. Uh, Bryce, did you want to take it or Corey? Uh,
2: I think Corey should start off with the first one since he cracked out on that one.
3: <laughs> well, like, as far as, as the story, all in all, it's basically um, with the first one, a town called Tristram gets attacked by uh, demonic presences, and like as you progress throughout the game, and as you go, like one of the main things I liked about one is it just goes straight down, like you don't like travel around, you go straight down. So as you go further and further down into hell. Like, there's more story that comes out and in, in everything. But basically, like, um, one of the prime evils, there's three prime evils that rules over hell, uh, is creating all these demons to attack Tristram, And basically, it's your job just to go over there and stop them. Bryce,
1: how about two?
2: Uh, actually, I think Jeremiah should take this one, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I think I'll I'll go ahead and let you get up on that. I, uh, I'm i really bad with the names and such.
2: Oh, it's been like five years since I played it, so I'm a little rusty on it. Um, Basically, two leads off from one where you destroy Diablo, or actually trap Diablo, and then the other two primevals come out, which is uh, Mephesto, Lord of Hatred, and then in the expansion... What was it Bale? Bale. Bale yeah. comes out. So in basic hero fashion, you're out to defeat those two prime evils.
3: Well, technically, Diablo comes back out too.
2: That's true. He does come yeah, back Yeah,
3: because out. like the way that one ended is that you take Diablo's soul stone and your character inserts it into himself. Mm. And then at the beginning of 2 it takes your character that you were in the first game and uh he basically goes on a journey to release Me- mephisto and or I'm sorry release bell from his uh, prison if you want to call it that and then uh as they as he releases bell and regain or rejoins mephisto he becomes diablo again and comes out of the the human form
0: yeah, I remember too with the expansion in Diablo 2 like uh it was kind of cool because it had a good sense of you chasing after Bale as he's like you know going through his journey to uh you know release the soul stone and everything.
1: All right. Now um I know at launch uh there was a big issue and big concern about the lack of an arena mode uh that was promised. Uh what are your guys thoughts on that, Corey?
3: It honestly doesn't bother me at all.
1: (laughs) So you don't (laughs) mind the the P V P versus P not being in there?
3: No, not like when I played Diablo, I I very rarely played it online, let alone played P V P on it. And like I know a lot of people play Diablo for the P V P, but personally, like I I love co op stuff and I I like where it's at right now. When it adds in the in the in the P V P, then. So is sure, PvP,
1: Lord. so if I ask uh, Jeremiah or Bryce, is PvP a big thing with you guys, or is it just something that just wasn't, you know, really something you're somewhat, looking
0: for? I mean, somewhat for me, like, it's, like, I was kind of upset, but then at the same time, like, I'm going through the game, I'm like, it's going to take me long enough to get through anyway. I mean, people, there's going to have to be a lot of people that are, you know, into Nightmare, like, getting gear in Nightmare. You know, because everyone's going to want to be as geared out as they can be before they even want to PvP. So it's going to take a while anyway. So the fact that there isn't one right away, probably not that big of a deal. But I'm sure, you know, some, like, weeks, maybe even a month later, people are going to be like, you know, where is it if it's not already in?
1: Now, with the arena, is that do you think that might be a a way for some players to get around building their character? And their skills. What do you mean? Can you guys, uh, for instance, increase your levels or anything faster when you go to arena? As far as this concerned? do you think that's that's possible? Because I've known on some MMOs, when you do PvP, you can build up your skills and things of that nature, where you can apply it to the to the real game a little bit faster and a little bit quicker. So some people have a tendency to, you know, just like in Call of Duty, that people have private matches, they try to spike their levels up real high. So um, I think. What Blizzard's going
2: to do is they're going to have arena, but it's going to be max level. Okay. At least in the beginning. Um,
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Right now in the game, I'm not really concerned with arena because all I'm concerned about is leveling my character and finding my gear and getting to 60. The only thing that bothers me is there's no dueling system. I would like to at least skirmish a little bit to kind of figure out what an arena match would be like and what skills I can go in there with and just have time to brainstorm.
0: Yeah, that I I think a lot more people are upset about is the lack of duels.
1: Yes, yes. So I've seen as well. Uh, Why I know something that they've also upset about is all the error code issues. Um, There's a huge list. Um, Obviously, you know, with the new release and you know server issues, even for someone as large as Blizzard, they're bound to have issues. You know, Call of Duty. uh, You know, you name it, have had issues uh, initially with. Uh, releasing game and and not meeting the demand right away and a lot of accentuating issues from that um so people are getting a lot of error codes um did any of you guys want to share uh you know because i know some people are still having error codes even to this day uh your thoughts on on what to do with those error codes if, if they pop up on you
0: yeah me and bryce talked a little bit about this i mean i talked with a with a couple other people too, but it's just, I don't know, it's kind of up and down. I mean, there's only so much that the current technology can do when, you know, millions of people are hammering onto the server at once. But at the same time, you know, that very first launch day, Blizzard was like, oh, shoot, we better buy more servers. Like, they really didn't expect that many people wanted to play Diablo. Like, that's kind of weird to me. But then, you know, at the same time, like, uh, I mean, there's still I mean, there's still going to be problems anyway. I mean, I'm sure most people knew that there was going to be a lot of issues right at launch because I mean, it is
1: such a highly anticipated game. How's BattleNet been for you guys? Been all right? Any since issues from that?
2: No, BattleNet's been fine so far for me.
1: Okay, I, I think I- they yeah, were in that
0: first couple days. Uh, it's. There were,
1: well, now. well, there were error 75 issues as well with the battle.net outages. Um, I noticed uh, that was a, a little bit of an issue, not quite to the accentuating uh, fact of the error 37, the now infamous error 37. Uh, Corey, can you share with uh, our listeners out there, if they're not so familiar with it yet, um, but they still want to play the game and they may have come across it. What exactly is the error 37 message?
3: Uh, it's just mainly just like a quick timeout. There's too many people trying to log into the server at the same time like when I got it, it was day one at one o'clock in the morning and and finally I got in, but I haven't seen it since day no. one
1: Error the same thing same yeah. thing with the three thousand five and three thousand six errors correct
3: yeah that one that one's more of a timeout. Like the the error thirty seven was just more like servers were down. The three thousand six, three thousand seven, those were timing timeouts.
1: Now the the error thirty three and thirty four two hundred are um, maintenance that they're undergoing maintenance errors. Is that correct? Because you we were just talking about for the uh, podcast about um, wasn't it your wife Bryce that said that there was uh, maintenance errors coming up today.
2: Yeah, I was wondering. I, I logged in really quick before we started, and it said there was maintenance going to happen tonight. And um, she told me she was upset because apparently the servers were down for a few hours today while I was at work. So I didn't know anything about that until she told me.
1: Now, have you guys gotten on and had, an, uh, while you are on the servers, got kicked out and got a 3003 error?
2: No, well, I, sometimes I get a 3003 error while playing, but it doesn't kick me out. Other times I get randomly disconnected, but I can usually get back in pretty quickly.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten that one, one once or twice myself.
1: I have uh, got it at but all. <laughs> just, but you're just telling players out there who are going to get into the game or who are in the game just to stay patient and just try again. Uh, it's not something that's going to be uh, sustaining or, or something that's held you back for any length of time.
2: No. They've been really good about fixing all the problems. I think the maintenance tonight will be to fix a lot of minor issues that they're having with small uh, population issues.
1: Have you had any issues with, uh, have you ever gotten any 317002 uh, errors, you know, the errors when you're trying to jump on into a game with someone else?
2: I have, actually. I've One of the times I got randomly disconnected, it wouldn't let me join back in the game. They said, I actually got that error. I can't remember the number, but I had to completely exit the game and come back in, and then I could join the game again.
0: Yeah, I've got that in a couple
1: times, too. You didn't get any twenty four thousand errors. Uh, I think i seen that one. one. Okay, that's when you want to start a game. Uh, I noticed uh, somebody brief uh, posted that online that uh, the picture of it on a twenty four thousand error, but um, basically, I guess that just means that that they're not long standing errors between you guys. If you guys are logging in and out constantly, and and there is little. Uh, hindrances I should say now and then but uh, overall it's been uh, pretty smooth for you guys
2: pretty much yeah I, I think at launch they were expecting uh, the traffic that the open beta gave and they weren't expecting the actual amount of launch traffic they were going to get so like they said funny story is I was waiting at 12.01 to log in with my my friend I was going to play the game with and at 12.02 he got in But I didn't type my password in fast enough, and so for an hour and a half, I had to sit there and just keep typing in the password diligently. Yikes. Just keep, you know, Control-V, Enter, Control-V, Enter, Control-V, Enter, until I finally got in two hours later and finally caught up to him. But if you're having any issues now, then you should just uh, close out your client, reopen it, try again. There shouldn't be any debilitating problems anymore. I think Blizzard's done a good job of ironing that out.
1: And those, yeah, unpermi- to be honest, and- oh, Like
0: despite all the errors and everything, it's actually running pretty nice and smooth now. And it was really just those first couple of days were the worst.
1: And Corey, you haven't had any issues either, correct?
3: No, I just, like I said, just the day one issues. Ever since then, I haven't had really any errors. Just like slight lag every now and then, but that's about it.
1: And the, and the reason why I asked about the Battle.net issue, because if players are out there unfamiliar with the diablo series diablo 3 you actually have to log into battle.net uh, every time you play
3: that is great yes,
1: yes. so that's uh, can sometimes be a pain if battle.net is uh, not up and running but if there's been no problem with battle.net uh then for, uh, for the large part these issues are very minor um, I think the error 37 error was just a little bit overblown because uh, that was all over the internet when it first came out. But, uh, like you guys said, it, once uh, everything has settled down, it seems like uh, everything's running a lot smoother. Um, I do want to touch on right now, um, after the break, I just want to go to break for a couple seconds and then uh, we'll be right back uh, with some more questions for the guys and, and their thoughts, their final reviews. Their thoughts fully on Diablo 3 right after the break. Okay, and uh thanks for coming back with us on our special Game Source Diablo Podcast. And no, we're not talking about Nick's house. Um just tried to had to get that shot in there. Sorry, Nick, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh thanks for setting everything up. Uh I lo- I love you, brother. All right, all right. Um <laughs> with all the recent major changes, you know, that's going on uh with Diablo three as opposed to what they
4: were doing previously. what well, do you think it was rushed to generate the revenue, you know, because Blizzard Activision Blizzard, you know, you can never get enough money into their hands. Do you think it was rushed a little bit or do you think uh with the beta was done properly? Do you think everything was done uh and to get a fully finished polished product? Bryce, let's start with you. Uh, they definitely
2: made a lot of changes very recently.
4: They Cause I just, if I just want to say, I, in my opinion, I think the beta, three, uh, the beta for Diablo 3 was uh, kind of close to the actual launch. Uh, I found that a little bit uh, concerning. Mean uh, I mean don't know. beta? Yeah.
2: I, I just think they were trying to stress test their servers for that, which they failed miserably in, in my opinion,
4: honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. It's true. Corey, what do you think? Do you think the product was rushed?
3: Um, I wouldn't say really rushed. I just I would say more dumbed down than Diablo and Diablo two in comparison. They really took out a lot of a lot of customization, but at the same time there's there's a lot of combinations that you can do, but it took out a lot of the, the RPG feel of it. Just mainly and it made it into more of a, an action game. But as far as it being rushed, I wouldn't say so.
2: I think they, um, they took a model from World of Warcraft and uh, how accessible it is to new players and stuff and try to keep that in mind when uh, with all the new changes and how uh, dumbed down, I should say, all the new stuff is from taking away your skill points and uh, making your runes part of your leveling up process. I really think they just try to make it in, in, uh, an 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 all around easier game for people who have not played it and aren't familiar with these type of games.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, despite the fact that they've they have definitely dumbed some stuff down, like it still all feels really good. Um, I mean, I do, I did like the original implement, implementation of the runes, where there's stuff that you picked up. Um, it made getting certain ones. Uh, you know kind of you're searching for certain runes for certain spells whereas now it's kind of baked into your leveling process but is at the same certain- time now it feels like you're getting more as you level because if you're not getting a skill you're at least getting a rune or two or three or something so at least you're getting something every level so i guess you know in that way it's not too bad
4: is there a certain setup that you guys like or prefer
2: uh i'm going to say this game is pretty much made for Keyboard and mouse, at least right now.
0: Well, I was gonna say too, the way that it's set up, it honestly would be kinda easy for them to transition it onto a console. I don't know how well in theory it would work compared you know, comparatively, but they could very easily do it. And That's I'm thinking exactly that, what
4: I was gonna transition to. Yeah, I'm that. thinking
0: Activision might be pushing them to do it. Corey.
3: Um in all honesty, I I play the entire game with just my mouse. I don't use my keyboard really? hardly at all. Yeah. Like, the only thing I use my keyboard for is the shift button, and that's it. Yeah, I,
0: I kind of do the same thing, but my mouse also has all of the number keys on it on the side. So Mine too. <laughs> that's kind of cheating a little bit.
4: So wouldn't a controller similar to maybe the PS3 controller might work better?
3: I would say more oh. the Xbox controller instead of the PS3. But, you know, yeah, we already I, had I don't this discussion. Yeah, do about working better, but,
0: I mean, like I said, I, I think they could easily do it. Do you think, Bryce, that they're actually going to bring out a console version of the game?
2: It's hard to tell, honestly. There have been a lot of rumors and evidence to supplement that they will be bringing it to a console, and it is very easily is doable. There's only six active buttons, seven if you count popping a potion, which is, you know... Very easy to do on a controller. That would actually leave... You could use all four. So it'd it'd be pretty easy to do. Um, Whether or not they will go through with it by finding the right team to make the game for them, I'm not sure. It seems like they're having real trouble putting together some sort of uh, development team to do so.
0: Yeah, I think at the very least they're going to get all the bugs and such ironed out a little better first. Uh, before they even think about porting it over.
2: Uh, yeah, nothing is really an inevitability. I mean, if 50 Cent and Burger King can make video
1: games, then you can pretty easily switch that over. Um, what I want to ask now is then, going from that, and you're getting into Diablo 3, um, I want to talk about the Inferno mode. Um Basically, there's been a lot of talk back and forth. I've seen a lot of comments uh, on the on the on, on the boards everywhere that I've seen, and a lot of talk outside of the what we'll talk about with the codes coming up, um, the error codes. Uh, the inferno mode seems to be a, a great source of conversation. Uh, tell me your thoughts on the inferno mode, um, Jeremiah. Go ahead first.
0: Uh, well, I don't think any of us has gotten quite that far yet. I mean, inferno is the hardest difficulty oh yeah and but
1: that's but still do you think it's something that that you're going to be able to get through do you think it's to be able to <laughs> something that i'm already
0: having uh, some problems in nightmare like uh really certain okay combinations of uh, elemental things are a real pain to deal with especially if you're melee because uh, a lot of them seem to be pretty pretty deadly to melee like i mean if you're range and you're careful you're you're probably not doing as bad. Like a witch doctor is probably doing a little bit better. Um, but do you, uh, plan on,
1: do you plan on building up a character strong enough to uh, go through inferno mode, or did you? Or is, the, is the you know the real money auction house might be something that you might consider? Or I think everybody's
0: thinking about it, but I don't know how. I mean, the real money auction house isn't even open yet. Like I think yeah, they said it does open, be ten though, days. Matter. Before it's actually open. But uh, I'm sure there's going to be a flood of junk on there. And the prices are going to be all over the place. Before you know, it kind of normalizes. And then we'll be able to see how much uh, you can actually make off
1: it or not. Mm. Bryce, have you touched Inferno mode at all? No,
0: right now
2: I'm just about at Act 3 in Nightmare mode. And um, just from going from Nightmare mode. And normal... I was a barbarian who dual wielded, and as soon as I got to nightmare, I had to stop that. I had to pick up a shield because I was dying too quickly, mm-hmm. and I had to switch yeah, had to, all my. I had
0: to completely change my spec as well. Yeah, going I had to night.
2: switch all my skills. Uh, just uh, so, for there's a, so, mode. so
1: there's a so there's a a huge strategic shift when you go from one to, uh, extreme to the other. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. Well, at yeah. least for as Jeremiah said, for melee, I'm running into combinations of of rare packs where. If you stand anywhere near them, you're gonna die too quick, and yeah, that's, I have There's to really, adjust for
0: that. really deadly ones.
2: Yeah, like uh, especially
0: in like small areas, and it's like you have nowhere you can even like fight them at. Yeah, um, like with his barbarian, like at least he has a couple abilities, <laughs> like uh, the leap and uh, the spear, to kind of you know move around the field a little bit better. Like I'm playing a monk, and I'm having tons of problems getting around you know all this stuff on the ground just to be able to attack them
2: yeah and um, after I beat the game I got a little curious to see how far people were going so I looked up a stream and someone had already made it to Inferno mode four, and they were all on some sort of team communication program and they just started Act 1 and they found their first rare pack and even with great communication and timing they still got obliterated just (laughs) because by that time uh, right now in Nightmare most rare spawns will have two or three Special element abilities, but in in uh, Inferno, they're having five or six different combinations. Yeah. So putting that many buffs into a pack can really kill you instantly, even with the great gear they have. And the other oh, right. yeah. things that,
0: so, that, that don't so, know yet. Uh, with Inferno mode, you have to be max level. So once you're in Inferno mode, you're pretty much capped out, except for gear. Okay. So,
1: then I won't ask. Uh, I won't ask Corey if he's even tried it. So,
3: uh, like to get to Inferno mode, you have to beat it on Hell, and to get to Hell, you have to beat it on Nightmare. So it goes in order as you are playing.
2: The game is designed so you level going through the harder difficulties.
1: So you can't just jump into it a single. No,
2: no. you have to beat it on Normal first, which will put you between levels thirty and thirty-five, and then.
1: And your character will obviously build up enough there so that hopefully you'll be able to survive some portion of the Infernal Models. Yeah,
2: with making a few adjustments to your build and stuff and Nightmare, the next level difficulty, then you should be able to reach... I think I have one friend who's in Hell right now on Act 3, and he was level 50 when he started Hell. So I'm guessing around level between 45 and 50, you should be able to finish a nightmare. Hmm.
4: Uh, Corey, now I want to hear your thoughts on when it comes to fruition, the real money auction house, because I know this is a source of, you know, people just trying to cheap, I guess not so cheaply, but by their way into buying a good character for the game. Do you like the concept? Is it something that you don't think it's needed? Tell me a little bit more about your thoughts
3: on it when it comes out. I can... I can understand why why Blizzard and Activision are doing it. Uh, as far as the consumer seeing it, it, it's it's a safe way to do like uh to get like gold and stuff like that instead of going third party and doing and getting scammed from it. You know, but, do
4: they, uh, do it, do they do it in the game or they do it on eBay? You know, or some other platform where they can get the files. So yeah, Correct. it was already happening. Yeah.
0: It was already happening in Diablo 2. This just gives Blizzard a way to regulate it better and have it safer. And And, take a cut from it. Yeah, they get get a piece of
2: that pie. (laughs) I think a rather large... I think with all the fees that are attached to it, I think they get 30% of
3: whatever you put on.
4: Is it something any of you guys would be considered doing about putting something on
3: there or buying something off there? No. I, I... like, I'll do, like, the regular auction house that uses in-game gold, but I'm not going to do real money. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm, I might tinker with it because, I, from what I've heard, they give you... Um, it costs money to put stuff on the real money auction house, but I think they give you, like, $10 a week or something of just money to play with and put on. So I might tinker with that, but I don't know. Maybe not. I'm not too sure about giving out my PayPal account information or anything. There seems to be some sort of loop there that could be easily attacked.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'll use it personally myself. I mean, I've thrown multiple things on the regular auction house already. I mean, I've sold sold a couple, but uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll actually use it. I mean, that's kind of part of the fun of Diablo is... You know, the loot-whore aspect is going around and getting all your stuff. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. All
4: right, guys, we're coming uh, down to the final heavy-hitting questions here. So this is where the money is, man. All right, guys. Uh, now, with all the pre-orders, because you know that the game has sold huge at launch for for a PC game, and um, the pre-orders were... You know, I know you were quoted uh, almost 900000 initially. I've heard, I've heard that quote's almost up to $2 million as far as pre-orders for the game. Uh, with all that kind of, you know, sales and all the kind of money that's going to generate, um, do you think this will be one of the two or three biggest hits of the year?
2: I'm going to say the biggest hit of the year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even above yeah,
0: Call of Duty? Pretty easily.
2: You know, Call of Duty is suffering that effect where it's coming out too quickly. Um,
3: that, as we talked
2: about in pre- previous podcasts, it, it, it's uh, people are getting bored with Call of Duty. Right now, with the figures that Diablo has already made and it's only been out less than a week, It's, uh, I think it's going to be the biggest game of the year.
0: Yeah, the one thing that helps Call of Duty is it's multi-platform, and, I mean, it's already got a... Big install base and everything, but I think Blizzard has already a pretty giant, you know, user base just with WoW alone. That a lot of those people, you know, have tried out Starcraft when that came out, and now Diablo when that one came out.
2: Well, well the pre-orders were? What eight hundred and twenty-five thousand
4: estimated? You, you, yeah, you estimated that. Like I said, I heard other sites report up, you know, almost up to two, and it, was, two it was
2: um predicted that it would sell around a million copies, which is sixty dollars a game, you know, sixty million dollars just in the opening
4: day. Should people be wary of the, the specs on their PC as far as it to make sure they have
3: the, the best experience possible? It's it's definitely something to look at on any PC game that you buy is that you want to check the specs on it. Does, I know it
4: push, it's, does it push it like let's say uh, Battlefield Three?
3: Oh no! Oh yeah, no. not even
2: close. Not Blizzard either. is or, Blizzard's pretty known for making low impact
0: games on your computer. Yeah, it's, that's that's kind of one of their things. I just want to make sure that
4: that's out there for everybody to, you know, for anybody that fears that maybe their computer's a little on the older side, that they may not be able to get the maximum enjoyment out of the games. So that's it's uh, great to hear now. uh, when all is said and done, what kind of legacy do you see for this game? Do you see the kind of legacy for Diablo three as Diablo and Diablo two? Or do you think um, there's gonna be a shorter transition window between Diablo three and Diablo four?
3: Um, personally I haven't finished the game yet, and so I don't I don't see how I don't I don't know how it ends. And usually I, I judge that type of thing on how it ends. I would say I really Respect hope that answer. absolutely <laughs> I would say I really hope that they don't wait another 12 years before the next one comes out.
2: I think the game will be pretty popular for the next five years. Um, I know they've already. They're working on the expansion already, so that'll be out within two years to keep the money rolling in. Um, Actually. I wanted to touch about the the secret level a little later in the the podcast. It's just hilarious to me. I'm not sure if you guys have uh, found out oh, what it was. Go
4: ahead now. Go ahead now. Uh,
2: I don't. I don't know if it's a good spoiler or not. Um, it's actually okay. spoilers, a,
4: everyone. Spoilers, spoilers, everyone. Spoilers. Yeah.
2: It's it's a giant Diablo is very gory and gothic, and the secret level isn't cows. It's a giant rainbow happy land where you're killing pink ponies and you're looting happy face rainbows it's it's hilarious. It's awesome. It is it takes a lot to get to but mm-hmm. eventually Once I'm get gonna there. do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah it's it's Blizzard's way of trolling because uh a lot of people were talking about how colorful Diablo looked and they're like, oh it doesn't look very gory or dark at all and they're all you know, that was that was a big complaint for a while, so this was their their big uh troll to the player base back to the topic um i think after they'll have one
2: or two expansions and then after that i don't think we'll hear anything about diablo 4 for a good while um they might work on starcraft 3 if that ever happens within the next decade but after i say the second expansion we won't be hearing about diablo 4 for quite a while fair enough I think I think by then they'll be pushing their new MMO whatever that is Project Titan and they'll be working on expansions for that and just going in order yeah, cause there'll right. be
0: at least there'll be at least one expansion for Diablo today. I would be surprised if they make a second but I mean just from Diablo 2 alone like I played the original quite a lot you know quite a lot before the expansion even came out but you know that just lengthened the game even more for me.
4: All right, guys, here it goes. Uh, This is uh, in our final bit here. We're going to get your thoughts and your reviews uh, as a whole. So I want you guys to break this down. Think about it for a sec here. Um, I do want to thank everybody again for joining us here on our special Game Source podcast covering Diablo 3. If you would like to know more about Your Game Source, um, check us out on iTunes on our Your Game Source uh, channel. Um, at GameSource on Twitter, yourgamesource.com, the entire word on YouTube, uh, Game Source on Facebook, and of course our website yourgamesource.com, where you get the latest and greatest in video gaming news, info, and are also each one of us has a blog which you guys have got and gals, guys and gals have to check out because we, we our thoughts on there really about the video gaming world is something that's a must read by everybody out there. So with that, I will swing it to you, Jeremiah, first. I want to hear your review and your score of Diablo three.
0: Uh well for me, I mean in any game I'm looking for basically how fun it is. I mean anything else is kinda of icing on the tape on the cake. And uh I mean I'm having great fun with it. Like as soon as I beat it, I immediately jumped into nightmare and kept going. And you uh, know, I mean, I've already jumped on multiple characters. I love the feel of all of them. They all have something, you know, really fun and cool. Um, I mean, some of them start off a little better than others, but uh, I mean, it's perfect for me. Like, I mean, despite all the uh, errors that there's been and everything, like I'm having great fun with it already. Yeah, I guess oh, well, I'd before, have to give it a ten.
4: Really? Okay. So uh, it's uh, about as good the game you get. Any real major flaws or?
0: No, not really. I mean, like, uh, I mean, maybe going back to what we were saying before is maybe uh, like with some of those uh, crazy mob packs, like it does feel like there's a little bit of bias towards ranged characters, like playing, you know, my main being a melee character. Like I feel really, uh, really picked on by some of these mobs here. Corey?
3: Definitely. All, All I have to say is it's great. Go buy it and start playing it because it's all around just a great game. It looks beautiful, it plays beautifully. Um like how Jeremiah said, like I, I have I haven't seen any fl- like flaw flaws in it yet. Like like so there's only a few errors from the servers from day one, but all in all it's a great game. Go buy it. I would say I would have to give it a ten too. Bryce, that's your your thoughts on Diablo 3.
2: Um, waiting a decade for this game to come out, I am not disappointed. Or, yeah, not disappointed. It's lived up to all the hype I've given it myself. Uh, visually, it's it's enjoyable. The cinematics are beautiful. I, I really wish Blizzard would make a movie with those cinematics because yes. they are
0: jaw-dropping cinematics. I second that. Yeah, their art team is crazy good. Yeah.
2: Those uh, flaw, the only flaw I have on a personal level is there's no dueling system. Uh, I'm a big PvP kind of guy, and I, I really would like to have a dueling system. But that is the only flaw I can give it. Other than that, I have played through the game once already. I'm working more. Than, I'm more than halfway through Nightmare, and I can't stop playing it. Within the first three days, I got four hours of sleep because I could not stop playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, Perfect ten out of ten. Perfect ten out of ten.
4: I want to thank you guys for being on. Any last words on Diablo? Corey.
0: It now. <laughs> My yeah. final words is: I hope the maintenance is not too long. Right.
2: Um. Go buy it and become a slave to that. It all that is Diablo. <laughs>
4: Uh, I think uh, everybody out there is going to have to do that. So uh, for Corey, Jeremiah, Bryce, I want to thank everybody for joining us and have a great Diablo Evening.